The Ring of Reality TV podcast is covering shows like The Challenge with Johnny Bananas, Survivor, which is starting this week. Tyson's going to be covering that one for us. We're doing a lot of Real Housewives. Just a lot of things going on in the reality world. Go check it out. The Ringer Reality TV Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really... The only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Make this summer the best one yet. Invest in a Simply Safe home security system. I have one. I love it. It's a great way to protect your home when you're not there. Um, you need one, especially during the summer. You know what burglars know? People go away during the summer. That's what happens. So when you're away, you want to make sure your place is protected. You want to make sure that you potentially have little camera things you can watch on your phone to see what it, what's happening at your house, at your front door, inside. You deserve some peace of mind. Get it today with Simply Safe. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I put up three podcasts on Monday. The hottest take about Fuck You Starbucks, which I think you have to listen to after you listen to this. I did the Prestige TV podcast. We broke down White Lotus. The final episode, me, Mallory Ribbon, Joanna Robinson went for about an hour and 10 minutes. And then Joanna got the creator of the show, Mike White. She did an interview with him. That is also up on that feed. And then last but not least, The Rewatchables. We did one of my favorite movies of all time. We did The Verdict with Paul Newman, which is a Mount Rushmore Boston movie. It's probably my favorite Paul Newman movie. It's either that or Slapshot um, or favorite performance anyway. And uh, it's one of like my 20, 25 favorite movies of all time. It made me want to actually, I'm going to do this over the holidays. I'm going to make a list my 25 favorite movies ever. I'm just going to decide what it is once and for all. I'm going to jot all of them down. The verdict will definitely be on there. Me, Sean Fantasy, Chris Ryan, they just do not make them like the verdict anymore. And I think it's on HBO Max. It's on a couple other streaming things if you want to watch it for free. But the verdict, an all-timer, an all, all, all-timer. One of my dad's favorite movies too. So um, a movie that we've talked about a lot, Jack Warden staring up at the sky after the jury asks, if they can give more than uh, than what the judge said. Anyway, the verdict, go check it out, the rewatchables. We have a Will Smith movie coming next week. That's all I'm going to say. Coming up on this podcast, used to do this back in the ESPN days. We're going to do it again. I've been working on a trade value list for a while that we're going to publish at some point on theringer.com this month. And one of the traditions was I would bat around the list with Joe House. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the trade value list and try to decide who should go where once and for all. That is all next. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All 
All right, Joe House is here. We're taping this in the afternoon on Tuesday before all the Tuesday night games. So if anything crazy happens tonight, don't blame us. House, big day for you. The NBA just announced all of these new trophies that they named after famous NBA stars. And it didn't get enough publicity. I don't think they had the Michael Jordan for MVP, that trophy, John Havlicek for six man. The drunk house trophy that they announced for <laughs> the player who seems like he might have a drinking problem in real life during the season. Oh, I no. think this is your apex mountain, the drunk house you, trophy. The <laughs> oh no. You want that, that seems rude. The I'll stop. The, the, the do we have to edit this already? Do we have to yeah, edit this podcast I don't know, already? To decide. All right, coming back. We just had to edit two house jokes coming off my drunk house trophy joke. We're off to a rollicking start. Uh, yeah, so they named all these trophies. I don't know what's going on. It started in this nice place with the trophies where Bill Russell, the finals MVP trophy, was like, this is great. The dude Wonderful. never won a finals MVP trophy. We didn't have it until 1969. Jerry West got it on a losing team that year. Russell never actually won a finals MVP, even though he won 11 titles. We're going to name the trophy after him. Great idea. Awesome. And then it's like the all-star game trophy for Kobe. This is great too. Kobe passed away. Good way to remember him. And now everybody's getting a trophy and they're just basically ripping through all of the great players in history. There's a lot of weird things about this. One of the weird things is who asked for this? Who is sitting around going, I wish the trophies were named. Like, I don't watch the Oscars and go, I can't wait to see who wins the Marlon Brando Best Actor Award. It's just fundamentally stupid. And then the other thing is they're using up all these names so that 30, 40 years from now, what happens? What do we do with like LeBron James? What happens if... John Morant becomes one of the greatest players of all time. We're basically just locking into all the great guys from the last 50 years, and then we have no flexibility after. I'm just confused. Why are they doing this? Well, a few reasons, I think. But but first of all, I want to commend you on being in such a good mood. You are here relatively unscathed, it seems, after last night, the beating you took on the, uh, Manning the Celtics cast. Clippers. Oh, well, the Manning cast. <laughs> I, mean, they, I was talking about Celtics Clippers. Which beating are you talking about? It was about? both. That's what I mean. It was a, it was a double dose, and it was like you know within a couple hours of each other. Um, you're here. You're bright eyed and bushy tailed. I'm 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 pleased to to see it. But it was not fair. The Manning brothers two on one you. I mean that was kind of unfair. Listen, that was the only way they were even. It was going to be an even matchup. I was just glad I was able to point out all the people that got held on the helmet catch was the highlight. It was fun to do though. I enjoyed it. Those guys. I mean, the rewatchable as the helmet catch was kind of inspired. That was pretty I good. Have to admit, yeah, was, I enjoyed it. They did oh, a good look, job. Let's get Eli out on the golf course and let's take all his money. That would be fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, you don't let's care get about some payback, some literal payback. You don't care about these dumb trophies they just created. I don't. Adam Silver well, just seems like, like he's trying to suck up to people, and I don't get it. The, the George Mikan Award for Most Improved Player. You the fuck is every, that? You said everybody gets a trophy. We are in the participation era. Like literally, oh, everybody gets a trophy. I do wonder. You made a great observation. What are they going to do about LeBron? You can't not have a LeBron trophy, and it needs to be one of the three or four or five most prominent trophies. What did they set aside for LeBron? Are they going to rename one of these? Did Tim Duncan get a trophy yet? I still have him as the seventh <laughs> best player of all time. He's got to be like, what did I do? I won five titles. But look, you know what's going on here. The regular season is irrelevant. We're going to talk about how irrelevant it is as we go yeah. through this list today. And, you know, they got to do something to create some emphasis on regular season performance um, and have some kind of recognition 
the NBA needs to pop up and wave its hand to remind everybody because goddamn the, the NFL on right. Christmas, the NFL, like it's NFL until February. So anything for the NBA to steal even 10 minutes of the headline, I understand what they're trying to do. I think they should have just had 30 trophies. It's, it's the it's Steph Curry late. shooting trophy. The, it's not too LeBron late. James durability trophy. Let's just keep going and going. House is here because I worked on an NBA trade value list for a while and I kept updating it every week. And I think we're going to publish it on the ringer.com maybe next week. That's soon? Yeah, I, we're getting the close. This is We bring you in for the pod when I'm like really trying. Now I need like a sounding board. I've put a lot of time. I've really thought about it. We used to do this way back in the day on ESPN. So it's been a tradition for a while. The fun thing about this, there's a bunch of fun elements with this trade value list. One is that we have more players that made the list. The list is bigger than it's ever been. There were years at ESPN when I think I just did 40 and it was like a chore to get to 40. I think we ended up at 50 at some point. This year we have a 70. And it's, to me, a legitimate 70. You could even talk to me in a 75. And I think it speaks to things that we've discussed in the pod before. The league's super deep. The older stars are able to just play longer. And you have the LeBron, Chris Paul, Kawhi, these guys who are in double digits with their seasons are still really relevant. And then we've just really hit the jackpot with some of these rookie classes, with the exception of Johnny Davis. Um, but How dare you? Yeah, sorry, House. I, well, you took a Manning shot at me. I had to fire back. But it, it just feels like we're really loaded. And even this draft class, there's a lot of guys I like. Like I had honorable mention, people like Dyson Daniels, Nemhard, um, Jalen Williams on OKC. I caught him one night and he looked like he's going to be really, really good. So um, it's deep. But it, first question for you, is top 72 many? Should I cut no, back? Am I being, no, I, is, is this a participation trophy trade value list? Well, the, it, there's a little bit of that vibe because of the inclination to put first year and second year pay, players on um, based on what we've seen, with, you know, for, especially for the, 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 the brand new players, um, your Keegan Murray's, your, uh, now, I mean, I have no argument whatsoever with, with Matherin, but uh, Jeremy Sochan, you know, Sochan, whatever. So, so hands. I'm going to get these names wrong 50 times. Nemhard, like what's the sample size? Um, so the trade value game, speaking of those young guys, comes down to simple questions. Would you rather have four years of this guy or 10 years of this other guy? Would you rather have, you know, Josh Giddy on a rookie contract? Or would you rather pay $50 million a year for Bradley Beal? Like House's team is doing currently right now, year one of a five-year deal. Would you rather pay... You know, Jalen Brown, $25 million a year, or would you rather play Jimmy Butler, $45 million a year? Stuff like that. You have to factor in the salary cap. You have to factor in ages, how long you want to have someone on your team. And where it gets really hard is the guys like Kawhi Leonard, who I went to see last night, who was the best player on the floor in the Celtics Clipper game and had a real edge to him. Him and Paul George were like, oh, you guys are the best duo? Don't count out the old guys yet. And Kawhi went at him. I had Kawhi... Spoiler alert, I have him 70th on the list. And I debated honorable mention versus 70 just because he's got this crazy contract. He's played less than 6,000 minutes since 2017. I don't want to do with, know what to do with Kawhi, but after last night, it's like maybe he's 30 spots too low. He is. It's true. And this is part of the conundrum of doing it at this point of the season, which is 
on the one hand, understandable because you're trying to capture the moment of the first quarter of the season. But on the other hand, in this diminished relevance of the, the regular season moment that we're in, it's tough separating some of these guys out. And I get the conundrum. Kawhi is not 70th on this list. He's, he's much, 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 much higher. How many more games of the regular season is he going to play? Will he play another 40 games, do you think? Mm. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this. I Two weeks ago, you could have told me he shouldn't be on the list, and I think it would have been a fair thing when he was sure. like, oh, my knee's still bothering me. Actually, I'm not ready yet. Like, Man, this guy's been hurt for 20 months. Watching him yesterday, and I was glad I went because there's stuff you pick up on in person, like there's physicality and just like the way he's moving, even stuff like the way he's walking when there's free throws, he looked healthy to me. I got to say, I, I, I actually thought he looked 100%. I went to Wizards Clippers on Saturday night, and I agree with you. And he didn't even really have to do very much uh, in, in terms of extending himself. He didn't go at, I mean, I think he was fine with the Kuzma and the Denny Avdia matchup. He wasn't quite as revved up yeah. as he might have been for the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum matchup and the Clippers were in control of that game the whole way. It was the John Wall home homecoming game, by the way. Nice moment for John Wall. Everybody got up and clapped for him. Um, he, he uh, well, I, I thought it was son. a little excessive when he started screaming, this is my city. Like, make yeah. round three. Make round three, John Wall. <laughs> Once. For it's your city. Uh, still, yeah, yeah, Washington's won some titles and made some finals. I, I don't know if they're impressed by your one round two appearance. It, I saw fun. last night with John Wall you know, that Clippers team is deep and scary and we could yes. talk about them another time, but they brought him, him and Kennard together and they played really yep. well together and they played yes. with speed. Anyway, it, that's... It reminds you of the the, the John Wall skill set, which is guys in the corners catching balls with him, you know, drawing the defense in and getting open shots. Yeah. Like how he made a bunch of guys a bunch of money from that skill set. And he still can't shoot. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to go back, we're going to work backwards I'm going to mention all the honorable mention, toughest omission guys. And then we're going to go down. I separated the trade value guys into, into um, 13 tiers that we're going to go through. And this might change by the time we publish. I'm going to try not to step on the piece too much. Honorable mention guys that we had, I'll just, I'll, I'll just go and stop me if you get super excited about any of them. Alex Caruso on a very cheap contract is a real trade piece. I think he's like $9 million a year. Wendell Carter. Um, you could argue Carter for Vooch straight up is probably a trade Orlando would make at this point. He's hurt, though. Your guy Porzingis. Trade asset. 20 and 8 every game. Washington. Three games away, four games away from the very worst teams in the league. Right. Which way should they go? Which yeah. way should they go? Possible trade asset. Seth Curry's expiring. Great shooter. Dylan Brooks, nice cheap contract, $12 million. Lou Dort just signed an extension. Really good 3 and D guy, but a little expensive. Kaminga. Yeah. Who you could talk me into putting on the list. He's tapping into something the last couple of weeks. There's a little bit of an edge to him. There was a play in the Golden State Celtic game when all of a sudden, he was like, I want to post up Jason Tatum. And the yep. Warriors were like, this is a great idea. You should post him up. And he went at him. Tatum stripped him. He kept going, and he dunked it on Tatum's head and had a little face after. I was like, come he He's like 19, 20. So he's on there. Your guy, Sohan. Sohan. RJ Barrett, who 
barely even deserves to be honorable mention. He's been pretty spotted this year. Keegan Murray, who well, I let, almost, let's stop on on R.J. Barrett. Yeah, I I can't find Julius Randle anywhere on 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 this entire list. You know, he should be in the toughest omission, so I'm going to add him. Well, I I I don't think he should be omitted. The Knicks okay. are 14 and 13, just finished a four game on a four-game winning streak and are the sixth seed in the East as we tape this podcast right now, I have been a prominent critic of Julius Randle. I believe that he sabotaged the Knicks last season and that, that there was an attitude issue going on. He's been excellent this year. He's a 22-9 and even more importantly, a 46% shooter from the field. He is, he and Brunson have a thing. Yeah. And that that that's important. I mean, you know, I I think the Knicks are in the mix for the balance of the season if they can stay healthy, and they are definitely an interesting player in the trade market. They are going to be looking at these guys out here, um, in on the honorable mention list and the toughest omission list. I, w- as I wonder a if they're looking at your guy Beal. Oh, I would. God, I would welcome that. I just don't. Would think you help pack? Would you help him pack? Would you help him there's, drive? Help him drive his enough, stuff from Washington, New not, York. Not enough assets coming back from the Knicks. Yeah, Randall's twenty-two, nine and three. He's shooting forty-six percent this year. It was forty-one percent last year. Yeah, there's a case. I'll I'll look at that. His contract, um, twenty-three point seven this year. Twenty-five point six. Twenty-seven point five. It's a going rate. Pretty solid. You're right. He has a real case. I'm going to mark him down. See? Sober house, a good asset to the final trade value list. Um, more people I liked from honorable mention, Bones Highland. Yep. And then Fred Van Vliet just hasn't been that good this year, and he's getting paid a lot of money. And I think if I had done this list in the summer, I think he would have been on the list, but I don't think he deserves to be. So there you another, go. Uh, another potential trade asset. Toughest omissions for me, Suggs who rookie contract and I, he's shown flashes. Robert Williams, who has a great contract. We just don't know if he can stay in the court. If he shows he can stay in the court for the next two months, he's on the list. I love Jared Van- Vanderbilt on Utah and he's on a cheap contract and you could argue you'd rather have him than Gobert. Have you seen Dyson Daniels on the Pelicans at all? Not only have I seen him, I was really praying that he was going to be around when the Wizards drafted this year um, the, in, in the most recent draft. I thought he would have been a terrific um, defensive addition to the team. He just plays hard as a mother effer, and it's unbelievable that he's on the Pelicans. He, The Pelicans are quickly becoming the most fascinating league pass team, especially with how Zion's playing. Daniels comes out, and he looks like he's 25. Yep. I... He might end up being on the list by the time I'm done. I really like the way he carries himself. And you're right. Like he defensively, he's already there. Seems like he's fun to play with. And I'll be interested to see how he evolves for them, whether they're going to be able to find enough minutes for him because they're a contender. That's that's the problem. Yeah. Draymond Green. He's player option for next year. He's been really good the last month, but he did punch his teammate in the face two months ago. So <laughs> Wait, I thought, it, have we th- have we finally hit the expiration date on that joke? No, well, it's not really a joke. I mean, no, we have it. They're playing better after tonight's game. Let's see if it's if if we've hit the expiration date because the Warriors are playing the Bucks. The Warriors are two and eleven on the road, uh, straight up. That's not against the spread. Yeah, and they but but what they did to Boston on Saturday night and and what I 
think they're they're intending to do tonight, and a lot of it comes down to Clay. If they show out tonight against the Bucks or and 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 possibly even beat the Bucks, then I think you know that that's it. There we can put the punch behind us. That's that's yep. my contention. Um, Keldon Johnson on the Spurs. Sure, it's like a very quiet twenty a game. Yeah, Jordan Poole, who just he makes a lot of money. He's thirty million bucks. Jalen Williams on OKC. Have you seen him? This was a, a Jonathan Sharks favorite. Shout out to our guy. Sharks, um, yeah. Um, just OKC just putting together this positionless, weird basketball team that's super fun. Nemhard on on the Pacers, who just looks legit and has already had a couple like holy shit moments, made a game-winning three against the Lakers, destroyed the Warriors. I, I forgot to put him on the list I sent you, but uh, I forgot to put Devin, Vass Devin Vassell on there. Yeah. Um, on the Spurs, who... Sure. I watched him over the weekend. Um, <laughs> San Antonio beat somebody on the road. Maybe it was Miami. And he made all the biggest shots down the stretch, but he's a, another 3 and D guy. He's as advertised. Randall. Uh, Zubats on the Clippers. Just a unique guy. Like yesterday in the Celtic game, there are a couple moments where it's like, fuck, he's five feet from the basket. We don't have any size. And he's got a cheap contract. And then, uh, and then finally, my guy, Malik Monk who I think is making like seven, eight million a year. And it's just like, if you're talking about heat check guys off the bench and you're looking at Jordan Clarkson and Jordan Poole and Hero, all these dudes, Monk at a discount is a pretty good deal. Okay, that's So any, any, any of those guys on that list other than Randall you think has a, has a case? Well, there, there's an omission that um, is, should be a, a tough omission. And I'm not even joking. I, could, I didn't see Bol Bol anywhere. Bol Bol de deserves to be... Somewhere in this. Wow. And bull, bull. Yeah. You're doing this. I almost got my game-worn Minute Bowl jersey to put up over my uh, right shoulder. I, I wish I'd thought of it ahead of. In honor. I, I really, I'm not even kidding. I think Bull Bull deserves some kind of recognition in view of where the Magic are, that team that's coming together, and the potential that they have. They're in the Wemby sweepstakes. Like, yeah. This thing is getting now. We, me, you, and Rosillo all jumped on the Magic as an over candidate, and they had to win twenty seven or twenty eight games. I think you know we to get might, there. we might get there with that though. Well, have you? They've been hanging in some of these games. Like they're right now, their record is what are they? They are eight and twenty. But if you go through the games, they're they're always hanging around at the end of games. Like and they beat the Raptors, they beat the Clippers in OT recently, but they played the Bucks hard. I don't, I don't know that they're they're in the mix night after night. I think we might be able to get that unless they I, start sitting guys. Well, I think a big part of that. It, it, I mean, uh, Paolo's been hurt a little bit, so that's that's another yeah. aspect of it. But let me just go through some of the Bowl Bowl case. He's shooting. Yeah. What do you? Well, let me just ask. Me, I don't know if you have it up in front of you. What do you think he's shooting from three? I thought he was wasn't he like forty percent. He is 40%. He was over 41% a week ago, and he, he's, he's missed a couple since. He's shooting 60% from the field, and our boy KOC last week threw out a stat about how effective he is uh, on, on offense. He's an efficient ISO scorer. Yeah. He's in the top, you know, like 8% of, of ISO scorers, and he also, because of his handle, is among the league leaders in unassisted um, Field goal percentage. 
he doesn't need a pass to score from both the three-point line or from the field. Both this of those is an amazing bull, bull run. He's 23 years old. <laughs> yeah. So there was one video that somebody had. He's averaging a 12 and 7 this year. I know. There, were, there was one video that somebody had about him versus Wembenyama, where it was like the same. I think it was a TikTok video. I think my son showed it to me, where it was like Wembenyama getting a rebound and going down the floor and, and bull bull. <laughs> I got to say, Look. same kind of weird bodies and everything. Yeah. But yeah. Poor All man's right. Wemby. Well, yeah, uh, let's add let's add Bobol. The uh, Saruti and Clark will kiss us for it. Well, Orlando's got something good going. So you think Randall is the one guy you, we're going to mark down? Well, I, I think he deserves. He, he's okay. I've put him well well inside the top seventy, to be honest. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to hit the top seventy. Hey, if you're looking to get more out of this NBA season, it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. You can make all types of bets. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Player props, same game parlays, whatever you want to do. I'm going to tackle Wednesday's action, and I'm going to post this same game parlay from one of the games, probably Hawks Magic. Although you might be able to talk me into uh, Clippers T-Wolves, depending on who's playing. I'm going to post that on my Twitter feed on Wednesday at some point. My favorite same game parlay of the week. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. FanDuel also live in Maryland. Marylanders, that's where Joe House is from. He's on this podcast. Make sure you get on the action with great offers boost just for you. Don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 of free bets when you join FanDuel with promo code BS, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner. The NBA must be 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, top 70. I'm not going to read the names of the tiers. I'm going to save that for the piece. But this is uh, Group M. There's four people in it. All of them are expensive. Number 70, Kawhi Leonard. Number 69, Chris Paul. Number 68, Zach Levine. And number 67, Bradley Beal. And the question is, with all of these guys, for the amount of money you're paying, where are you going short-term, long-term, right? Kawhi, the Clippers, they traded so many picks for him. They're not, they're not going to shop him. But if you're another team, would you want him? And after you watched him the last couple of games, I think you would. Chris Paul, a couple moments in that second New Orleans game, which I watched, where he looked like the old Chris Paul, especially he had a big, big shot in the last five seconds. But for the most part, his stats are way down. His field goal percentage is way down. I test 
doesn't look like he's, I would say, rounded in a shape yet and makes me nervous. Zach Levine, they gave him that big contract and he immediately got hurt. And it turned out his knee was bothering him since the spring. He got surgery, has not looked the same. And then your guy, Beal, is just too expensive for what he gives you. So I think that we need to split this category up because okay. the value of Kawhi and Chris Paul is to those teams' ability to win the NBA championship. Both of yep. those guys are on teams that have championship ambition and aspiration. And that what the teams are paying for is is that run, that playoff run into the title. Zach Levine and Brad Beal are overpaid. They are your classic example of guys, the old NBA mistake where you pay non-superstars as super-duper stars. Well, I'll never get over the Brad Beal It's not Beal just one. NBA. I would say it's all sports. Well, sure. It's but a classic, NBA, like, ah, oh, we don't want to lose this guy. And then because all of, of sudden, the cap. Yeah. The, the way the cap operates, like, you know, signing a guy like Bradley Beal, who's made one all-NBA team, a third team one time in his t- entire career, and he's within 5% of, of the value of the contract that uh, uh, Nikola Jokic uh, has, the Joker, like, that. That's that's a problem. And and that's what that's that's the cardinal sin in the NBA. Um, well, and then on top of it, he's taking that contract because it's the most money anyone can offer him, and that's really the only reason he's taking it. Otherwise, he would have left. He doesn't even true. seem that happy to be there right now. <laughs> well, uh, there there has been some fun conspiracy theories here in Washington. He had a very convenient hamstring injury three games before John Wall's return back here to Washington. So he didn't yeah. have to be on the floor for, uh, you know, oh. the, 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 the DC crowd <laughs> doing what it did for John Wall. Now, look, that's a conspiracy theory. It does conveniently fit a lot of my beta Beal um, kind of personal <laughs> animus. I think he's a wonderful guy. I just don't, you know, it's not his fault that the team has grossly overpaid him. But, I mean, it's colossally, uh, uh, it's not overcomable. It's a hurdle that you're stuck with. Anyways, the Kawhi, Chris Paul, they go somewhere else. Zach Levine and Brad Beal are your cardinal sin over. You know, I think you're right. I have a category later, and I'll spoil the category. It's Group J is called Sorry, He's Worth Way More to Us Than to You. That makes sense. Both of those guys were initially in that category. Then when Kawhi started missing games again during the season and Chris looked like he did, I moved them out of there, but I should move them back. All right. Next category. This is uh, Group L. And this is basically a bunch of people who are just quality starters on good contracts. So, well, I'll split them up because there's a lot of people in this category. But number 66 to number 60 in this category, CJ McCollum, Kyle Kuzma, Tyrese Maxey, Jeremy Grant, DeMar DeRozan, Jordan Clarkson, and Tyler Hero. So one at a time, McCollum's had a pretty lousy shooting year and he said he's been sick and he had like minor injuries and stuff. Um, but they, he's a big part of what they're doing. Yeah, and, it doesn't matter. He's the mayor yeah. of the Pelicans. You got to have Kuz- a mayor. Kuzma's got a great deal. He's 13 million a year. He's a great trade piece for them. I don't even know if you'd want to trade him, but he's really turned into an asset. I mean, you could argue him just for Westbrook straight up would have been a great trade for the Wizards. He's um, an every other game guy. Um, he doesn't yeah. have the consistency yet. Um, but when he showed, I mean, he had 25 points in the first half against the Clippers on Saturday night. Like he, he can get it going and he can start going downhill. He's still, I, I would love to see him 
with um, an adult uh, developed point guard who could right. help him to figure out how to put the brakes on a little bit. And the one thing with Kuz I would like to see also a little bit more is a consistent effort on defense. But yeah, great contract and, you know, an asset. You didn't expect to like him like you did. You're right about that. I mean, yeah. you know, what what did we see? It's a pleasant surprise. From the Laker years. I mean, it was also the same kind of consistency. It looked like he was going to be an unfulfilled promise kind of guy. He works his ass off. Um, and, you know, he's he's trying to fulfill his promise. He's on his way, I think. I think he was screwed a little bit on the Lakers team because he basically is the exact same position as LeBron. Yep. LeBron's not going to play out of position. So Kuzma there was trying to kind of fit him into these other things. Now in the Wizards, he's the right guy. Uh, Maxi is 64th. You could argue he should be higher. I, I don't know. He's putting up stats. He's on a rookie contract. I, I can't he's, say he's a lockdown defender. Well, he, he, until the injury... You know, when the when Harden went out, it felt like there was a possibility for Maxi to step in and start making the case for, um, you know, most improved player. That yeah. he was going to get all the run, uh, and then he got hurt, and and now he's in a little bit of uh, no man's land here, which is why I don't really quibble with with where where you have him, but. Yeah, he might, be, he might be a little undervalued there. He's on he a is. weird team where it's like Embiid has the ball or Harden has the ball all the time, which yeah. is, I, it would have been more fun if he was just like the point guard on Orlando, just playing with those guys, playing with the two forwards and doing stuff. I think it's around the right spot. Jeremy Grant, I did not expect to have on here, but he's been just really good on Portland. Really and good. Those Three reps games. that he got in Detroit, all those... uh Scoring reps have really helped him, and that was a pretty good trade all the way around. He's got a good contract too. He's only, I think, twenty million this year, free agent. DeRozan's number sixty-two. This is like how crazy this list is. These guys are good players. They're not even in the top sixty. Um, DeRozan's this year, next year, like twenty-eight, twenty-nine million range. Professional score. I assume they're going to blow it up pretty soon, and he will be available, and Vooch will be available. You could probably get Kobe White. Caruso will be a great trade piece. And uh, DeRozan will be a fun one. There's no player quite like him. He'll be the end of some sort of breed of shooting guard after he's gone. That'll be it. Clarkson, I was shocked that he made the list. And I was shocked that I've almost felt like he should be higher because when you watch those Utah games, he's an awesome crunch time guy. Did you have him in Washington? No. You're Jordan Crawford. You never had yes, Jordan Clarkson. Had Crawford. No, no, like no. You should have had Jordan Clarkson. Like, so signals got crossed. Um, I think he is, I don't have any issue with having him on the list since we're sort of through the first quarter of this season. And this is capturing what we've seen. He, he, to me, that, that it's a Will Hardy, um, award. He, he gets, if we're naming trophies, we, there should be a Will Hardy trophy and Will Hardy deserves, you know, really resuscitating the career of Laurie Mac Markinen and Jordan Clarkson. And, you know, uh, not, not necessarily kind of, Kelly Olenek is a valuable trade piece all of a sudden again after yeah. bumping around a bunch of teams. Like, th this is Clark Clarkson may make sense ultimately for wherever Utah ends up because he's he's still pretty young, um, but he also might fetch back um, some some decent uh, trade assets. At least one good asset. Yeah, yeah, I think this is part of the trade value game. He's 13.3 this year and he's 14.2 next year, right? So you could pay Great. him that, or you could pay Jordan Poole $31 million 
Jordan Poole is, I think, a slightly better player. He's younger. But if I can have Clarkson for less than half the price, I'd rather have that. It gets tough with the next guy, Hero, um, who I have at 60 because um, Hero's 22. There's moments, especially like you just feel like he's going to score 10 points in a row when your team's going against him. There's a ceiling with some of the stuff he's doing that's pretty high. And I'm interested to see what's there five years from now. I don't know what's there five years from now, but I think it's going to be more than what we're seeing. Uh, Well, we have to root for it. (laughs) Miami has to root for it. Yeah, Miami Miami definitely has to root for it. Um, All right. So now I'm going to get away a little bit from, I don't want to spoil the column too much. I'm just going to give, I'll do a hodgepodge of 59 to 52, and you'll have to guess where we had them ranked. Um, Four centers are in here. DeAndre Ayton, Sabonis, Gobert, and Allen. Wiggins is in here. De'Aaron Fox, Brunson, Markinen. In some order. Not to spoil it too much for the for the listener. Um, anybody in that list jump out at you? I um am having a hard time with Rudy Gobert being on this list at all. Let's talk about it because I there was another category with that Zach Levine, Bradley Beal category. I was thinking about putting him there or put him on him, but mentioned the pro- here's the problem. Minnesota gave up so much for him that whatever value he has for them, there's a saving face piece of it that I don't know how that translates to what he would be worth in a trade because nobody else in the league would have him even close to what they paid for him last year and, and them trying to save face now. And I just don't know what he's worth. I don't well, think we had a situation like this before because this is already one of the worst trades in the history of the league. Let us ma- let me make a recommendation, and this is a category that we didn't really run through, but it is one of my absolute very favorite categories of this list, which is dishonorable mention. We didn't go through dishonorable mention. Oh, I forgot mention. to do dishonorable mention. I know. But my you, bad. But I, so, I, yeah, my bad, listeners. Dishonorable mention was Kyrie, Harden, Ben Simmons, and Russell Westbrook. Now, first of all, Russell Westbrook, no longer dishonorable. Yeah, maybe Honorable. he takes, yeah, let's take him off. All Honorable. Right. Um, yeah, Honorable. good point. You're off, Russell good, Westbrook. Good teammate, trying yeah. hard, agreed he to come himself off the bench. as a sixth man. Great job yes. by him. You're yeah. right. Great job by Russell Westbrook. So he's no longer, I would put Gobert there, but it, the dishonor really isn't his, although his inability to get along with teammates seems to be traveling with him. You know, there's mm. been rumors about his ability to get along with teammates. And, you know, we've we've seen the clips of him um, with Minnesota waving frantically for the ball in the low, low post and and getting it and not succeeding. And his teammates showing body language, uh, <laughs> unfavorable body language, perhaps. Is it because he's French or is he not fun to play with? I, I, I can't tell. There's a there's there might be a personality thing. It's hard to say. We don't know. I mean, I'm not. It certainly you know, explains why Donovan Mitchell lost the ability to play defense last year because the life had been sucked out of him. So, dishonorable mention. Now, look, the dishonor belongs really to Minnesota, not not to Gobert. Right. I uh, think he's on the list. I don't think they would trade him, but maybe maybe I just put him on the back. Well, who so would then, want him? Is the thing. Then you know what what would the, the the case be? Like, what would the the team, the perfect team for Gobert be? You know what? I've changed my mind. I'm just going to do the the rankings in order. For the listeners, I think it's stupid to have ambiguity. It's too hard to do. We had Brunson 59. Brunson. Hey, turns out he's good at basketball. Oh, (laughs) 
Oh, I knew that already. I watched the playoffs last year. Markinen, discount Dirk. Yep. Doesn't seem like a small sample size anymore. This has been 27 games. Well, I I can't call him the finished Bargnani anymore. You cannot. Cannot. He's, he's too good. He's really good. Bargnani might have been good in this era of the, of the NBA, by the way. You know, I stand by Bargnani. I I was a, I had a lot of Bargnani stock till the bitter end. I even kind of yeah. semi-defended the Knicks trade for him. He averaged 20 a game one year in Toronto. Like, it wasn't like he, he wasn't Darko. No, he was not Darko. I think the league, he, you're right. He was probably six years too early. Yeah. Now he's just like Kelly Olynyk, basically. Sure. Um, at De'Aaron Fox, 57. He was not on the list before the year. I think he, I think Sabonis has really, really had a dramatic impact on him. Dramatic. The whole team. It's yeah, like, the whole I team. think it together. The chemistry yeah. of it. And he plays really hard. He always played hard. Plays hard. It was always a little misguided. And then in the last three minutes, he always made you a little nervous. But I think that's gotten better. Then I had the four centers in a row. I had Aiton, Jared Allen, who's basically $10 million a year cheaper than Aiton. Gobert, who we moved, and then Sabonis as the best of that group. And Sabonis, this might be, he, he might be 10 spots too, too low here. Sure. Because he's been a borderline dominant offensive force. They run their whole offense around him. And uh, I've been really impressed. That's a really fun team. Are you able to watch them? Because you're on the East Coast. You've probably not seen a lot of Kings. Some of the West Coast night, late night, obviously I have the package. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll click on as long as I can stay awake. But you know me, I'm I'm old, so I can't stay awake. Yeah, you're snoring. Time. Yeah, I am. And snoring then Wiggs, on the Kings. Wigs at 52. Just earned it after the playoffs last year. Yeah, I get it. This fair, is really fair salary. It's a reward. $25 million. For his finals performance. Them locked up for a couple, three years after this one. And I think for three and D guys, that's a really good price. Next group is the upside gang. There's five. Jaden Ivey, Herb Jones, Shaden Sharp, Ben Matherin, and Jabari Smith, number 47. That's from 51 to 47. These so, are all young guys on cheap contracts with a shitload of potential. And in Herb Jones's case is somebody who it can be on a contender right now playing crunch time. I think there's a reasonable case to be made. And our, our silent partner in this, our, our anonymous consigliere, made the observation. You, you could flip these two categories, right? These young yep. upside guys. I, you know, w what you get out of the quality starters, and there are some great contracts in amongst these quality starters, um, e even with how cheap the, the upside guys are. I mean, I understand the upside guys. So this cheaper. is the trade value game, right? It's like, would Houston trade Jabari Smith for Jordan Clarkson? No. Would they trade him for Tyler Harrow? No. Marketing, now they're at least having a meeting. Then we get to like Sabonis. Maybe they'd consider it. That's why it gets good. I value the upside for this game more than the quality guys, but I I hear your point. These guys are all cheap upside guys, but you know, who knows if any of them are going to become all-stars, whatever. We know what we're getting in the other group. So I, I, it. it could go either way. Okay. I'll tell you Fair this enough. much. Going one at a time. Ivy physically, I think he's 19. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to look like four years from now, and we don't know what's going on with Cade and what he's going to look like four years from now. But physically, that backcourt is going to be a problem. That is not a slender backcourt. 
Um, <laughs> that is, those I are see two, the point like, you're making. Those are two, two athletic, strong physique guys. And that, that's, I remember like Nash, I think I've told this story, asking Nash when he was playing, who was the hardest guy to play for him? And he said, Baron Davis. Oh, sure. And I remember being like, Baron Davis, he's like, yeah, it's like going, like trying to base, basically tackle a running back for two and a half hours. The physicality with Baron, you just felt it after the game. I think with Ivy, when he matures and Cunningham, that's just going to be like fucking beast of a backcourt. Yeah, I mean, what do you what do you make quick aside of of uh, Pistons shutting down Cade? The shin shin surgery's out for the season. It's a Wemby play. Rosillo Rosillo kind of winked at this when he was on my pod. Okay, like last week. There's been some rumors about. It. I don't know. Is this bad? The shin, I got to say the shin thing is terrifying. Yeah, that brings me that brings us back to like Sam Bowie shit from forty years ago. Oh no, you no. Know? the science is better now. The medical science. Is I better. guess, but you're talking shin tibia like. Those are pretty and, unusual injuries that made me nervous. Maybe it's, I don't. It's preventive. I don't think it's a shutdown yet. I don't. What? No, he said there. He's out for the season. He's getting no. But surgery. I'm saying I don't. I don't think it's a Wembenyama shutdown. Oh, I think for it's Detroit, like for the Pistons. Because okay. if they if they were in shutdown mode, you've got to trade Bogdanovich tomorrow. And tomorrow, I well, yeah, I agree. He's got to get that fucking guy off the team. I agree. He's he's a really valuable asset. Yeah, get him out. Trade him. So Ivy, I like that pick. Herb Jones. You've heard me talk about him on the pod many times. Yes. His defense. You like his work. I really love the pieces on that team. It's so funny. I A year ago, a lot of people, including myself, were just torching Griffin for the moves, right? Zion was 300 pounds. They blew the Lonzo thing. They signed Devontae Graham. It seemed like they had no plan at all, and it just was like a catastrophe. He nails that draft. They get Zion's head back into it, makes that really smart McCollum trade, gets Larry Nance in it too, who's a professional, signs McCollum in this current draft, gets Dyson Daniels, doesn't give up any of their assets. Like he went from, I thought he was doing one of the top five worst jobs from a GM to now you would put him in the top five for everything he's done the last year. And most important, they re-engage Zion, which is by far the most important thing out of any of it. Well, and let's also, I mean, and Alvarado, deserves- I forgot Alvarado. He deserves the criticism for hiring Stan Van Gundy. Yes, he then does. Deserves the praise for Willie Green that for that for fixing that mistake. Yeah, he did. He fixed it in a year. Yeah, like this is a a big mistake. I'm fixing right. this. So That's good right. job by Griffin. Yeah, number forty nine is Shaden Sharp. This is a little bit of a deep cut league pass. I'm not sure how focused people have been on like second quarter Portland games. <laughs> <laughs> there's an athleticism with this dude and you could go go on YouTube and just Google like Shade and Sharp highlights something's different about him there's a hang time thing with him that is really 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 unusual and I don't know where it goes he's he's taller like he's he's kind of Kobe's height but he's bigger he's 6'6 but he's a little bit bigger but he can kind of hang around around the rim up in the air in these different ways and really, really special. But also, like, I like the way he carries himself. I like his three-point shot. They they might really have something with that dude. Yeah, it's interesting. You you put a guy like this into this list and, and you look at all the names behind him and people will say that you're, this is absurd. This is, you know, a classic 
The Port- I guarantee the Portland fans will not think it's absurd. But here's here's some telltale. In addition to the athleticism you're describing, the guy you know has has played in uh, twenty six professional basketball games, yeah, and is shooting forty seven percent from the field in his twenty minutes a game, yeah, and you know over thirty percent from three. He's ready to play NBA basketball. He is playing NBA basketball. <laughs> I mean, I, I look at the guy that the Washington Wizards drafted, and where I'm going to stop doing this, mm. but the comparison between what Shaden Sharp looks like as a potential NBA player. And Daniels. And, so you were just like a pick late. But then, unfortunately, yep. Duran's good. Yeah. Uh, Jalen a- Williams. A.J. Griffin is the one. That A.J. I, Griffin. Yeah. So the thing with Sharp, six million a year, basically. They have him for four years. And I I don't know, man. I what I value in basketball, if you've listened to all the pods and read me, it really is it's it's always the same, right? To watch this dude who's 19, who had this weird Kentucky season last year, and he comes on this team and the team's good. And he's already figured out how to get his 20 minutes a game and play pretty well and have some moments. I think that's so much more impressive than if you're on a shit team playing 30 minutes a game, putting up stats. Like he's already navigated how to matter on a good team or a decent team. If Kentucky hadn't been the kind of team they were last season, easy case for him as a potential number two overall pick. I mean, I I know uh, Chet did what he did and we saw Gonzaga on the big stage. If we had seen more Kentucky... And we've mm. seen, you know, what was going on with that that team on the on the stage. I think sh- there might have been a case for Shaden as a, as number two overall. I have a great comp for him that I'm not going to say in the pot. I'll save it for the piece. Number forty eight, Ben Matherin, Indi- Indiana. I'm just pronouncing his name Matherin. I, I listen. You know, I have the speech dyslexia thing. He's just a guaranteed 20 to 25 a game. Like, you know where this is going. Like, worst case scenario, he's just going to put up 20 to 25 a game. He plays with real energy. He seems like he can play any style. I I think he could fit on 25 teams in the league and be an asset in some way. And that was a great pick. And then the last one on this list is Jabari, just because, first of all, real signs of life the last couple of weeks. Um, Just an unusual size. He can play the three or the four. He guards already. He plays real defense, which doesn't really have, have him fitted on the TV's on now, unfortunately, but um, you can see it. I certainly don't think there's no bust potential with him at the very least. And I think there's a pretty high ceiling. You Have you seen him yet? I haven't seen enough. I mean, I, I haven't gone out of my way to watch a lot of Houston. Probably a good move. <laughs> um, all right. So then we have this next group. Oh, let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award-winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. 
Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S, simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, this next group is the aforementioned sorry is worth more to us than to you. And this is where I think we're going to put Kawhi and Chris Paul back in. And then after that, 47 to 41 was Jaron Jackson, OG Ananomi, Marcus Smart, DeJounte Murray, Chris Middleton, LeBron James, and Jamal Murray. So one at a time, Jaron Jackson the only reason he's not higher is there's been some health stuff with him and he was weird in the playoffs last year. And I, I and he's young. I mean, what is he? Yeah. 22, 23. So I yeah. there's some ceiling, but he's also like, he might just be a guy who's just like a 16 and six guy who blocks some shots. I don't really know yet. Good contract is like 25 million a year. Um, it's right around the range, right? You, you quibble. No, I only, I think the ceiling is higher than than you, you're giving him credit for. I think the defense um, could be, you know, game changing. But the the important thing is that he stay healthy. He needs yeah. to be on the floor. He needs to be on the floor in the playoffs for this Memphis team. Um, and it's just a, a remains to be seen. That's all. Okay, so this is right around the range. OG Ananobi, I did not have in the top like sixty, but defensively, he's just been awesome this year. Yeah, and, and like really, for, really went up. Oh, now the Toronto fans are like, he's been this good for the last couple of years. I disagree. I think he went up a level. I think they're. I think he's a slightly different guy this year. That team, I don't really know what's going on with that team. Something's has, missing, and I can't put my finger on it. It's an ongoing thing with them. You know, they have nine guys that are six eight, <laughs> right? And and you know they're they're tried they tried they've been trying this experiment for a couple seasons. And they're right around 500. Last year, they were kind of in the same spot at this point of the season. Then they went on a run. Um, and and right. a lot of it had to do with Scotty Barnes. I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know what's going to change uh, for them to get them clicking, but they're not clicking yet. So, Ananobi and Barnes, the two number ones for Durant. Does, does KD want to go play in Toronto? Probably not after they cheered when he hurt his Achilles, but um, who hangs up faster for that one, though? The Nets. Okay. I think you're right, the way Barnes has played this year. Number 45, Marcus Smart, just awesome contract and a guy that we know can be in playoff series out there for 35, 40 minutes, guarding everybody and a ton of experience. There's really nobody like him. Even yesterday at the Clipper game, he guarded Kawhi, he guarded Paul George, he guarded John Wall, he guarded Luke Kennard. There's nobody like him. 44, DeJounte Murray, who is as high as he is only because of his contract. It's still still cheap contract. He's like 16 million bucks this year. Unfortunately, he drew the uh, short straw and he has to be in Trey Young's backcourt. 
I don't, it, it, it hasn't is, gone awesome. It is a, a, a real conundrum. That Atlanta situation yeah. is a mess. And I don't know whether or not we're going to get resolution to it this season. They might like just end up being the seven or eight seed in the East and knocked out in the first round and then use next off season to try and fix this. But they got some issues. Murray's stats are pretty similar to last year, except his assists are down by three and his rebounds are down by three, but all his shooting stuff is the same. The points are the same shooting a three pointer even better, which makes sense because he's playing with Trey now. The, uh, the usage is down a little bit, but not as much as I expected. Um, in general, it's a weird combo. And I'm not sure. They had all these other moves to make before they made that move. And even though yeah. the, the price was pretty fair, but now they're in this John Collins situation and then Bogdanovich, what do you do with him? I don't know. They It seems like they have three trades left. Um, Chris Middleton, LeBron, and Jamal Murray. We don't need to talk about them. Those are all key guys. On- well, well, I do want to talk about LeBron. You really going to have him up here in the 40s? Well, he's he's been in the league for 20 years. He makes I, I know. I got 40 it. 40 plus million. He can't even be traded this year. And I don't know how many teams would actually want to trade for him. Because you have to assume he'd want to be happy to be on your team. <laughs> Every team. So that's... Every team would want to trade I'm for I'm sorry. Him. Like, no, like... I don't know. Memphis isn't trading for LeBron James. Like it, it would have to be a big city and he's not going to only tell LA anyway. It's too I, risky. You can't trade for LeBron and then have him not want to go to your team. Well, I, that, that, that much is, is fine. You wouldn't do anything without his consent, but he's still, a, a, a you know, for, for, for every kind of measure we use for, for this artifice, he's still in the top 30, top 25. It's LeBron. All right, so hold that thought. The next group is a bunch of young guys. LaMelo Ball, Chet Holmgren, Kate Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Green, and Josh Giddey. (laughs) That's absurd. So you're saying the teams that have those guys would be like, you know what would be a great idea if we traded this guy for a year and a half of LeBron James? Under the circumstances, under whatever the circumstances are, of course, of course, of course, of course. So you think LeBron should be higher Sort of in like the Mikhail Bridges range. Yeah, at least the Mikhail Bridges range. He's 38 years old. He's, play, he's played for 20 years. He's the most important player in the league. Yeah, you might be right. I, I was so fixated on the age, but then there was this thing this week about he wants to play. Somebody was saying he wants to play till he's 45. Did you see that whole thing? I guess he <laughs> I wants not. to do the Brady. Oh, God. Is he going to do TB12? Is he going on the program? I don't know. I, I can't be... believe he's played this many minutes. It's he's outrageous. A, he's, only Kareem has played more minutes than him at this point. So good. All right, I'll move LeBron up. You've convinced me. Good. That next group, LaMelo, Holmgren, Cunningham, Barnes, Jalen Green, and Giddy. So I have Giddy as the best person in that group from an asset standpoint. I would add Cunningham, but the Cunningham shin thing. Chet, same thing. Yeah. LaMelo, we've never seen him on a good team now. Right. right? At some point, I'd like to see that. Scotty Barnes fell. I, I think when I did this right before the season, I had him like in the low twenties. You did. I just haven't been that impressed by him this year. I don't know what happened to him. There's still time. We're only a okay. quarter in. This is well, why win us back, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, well, that that's what I the, the thing we were talking about with OG, like with with Toronto, it, it's kind of a mess right now. Somebody's got to come forward because Pascal Siakam's been great. 
And then Jalen Green and Giddy. See, this is like, I just don't think Houston is trading Jalen Green for LeBron James. Oh, my God. That's an idiotic trade. Why would they do that? If 20 years of Jalen Green for a year and a half this, of LeBron? This, for this what version, reason? Uh, well, this version of Houston. Yeah, also, because, if the Lakers didn't do that, they should have their head because, examined. Because he's beloved. Because he's beloved, that's why. Because if if LeBron James is, is playing home games in your city, every game's a sellout. That's why. For like a year and a half. So what? It's worth it. I would love to see any Houston fans' reaction to, we've traded Jalen Green today for LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> New plan. Wembenyama out. Well, it's, it's, it's LeBron, Sangoon, and Jabari Smith. We're going for it. That'd be insane. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I just, they're, they're, we have to come up with a way for LeBron to be properly recognized in this thing. Jalen Green, this will be the last time. I think him and Giddy, this will be the last time they're not in the top 30. Yep, I'm fine with that. Jalen Green, there's been enough flashes of him being the creator in a game where they're going toe-to-toe against somebody good and he's clearly belongs as like the foil for whoever the other team's best guy is. The she- He's still not hitting threes. I wanted him to get to in the 40s with threes. He's pretty far away. And then Giddy. time. Giddy's a delight. We would have loved to play with Giddy. Oh, awesome. Super. Giddy, with our Holy Cross runs, Giddy, we would have been like, oh, Giddy's in the gym. Get, let's get on <laughs> let's Giddy's go. team. Yeah, we love Giddy. you know you're going to get touches. You're going to get great touches and ah, great spots. Great touches delight. and great spots. That, that should be the name Giddy. of a massage place. <laughs> Does that need an edit? No. Oh, good. J- J- Josh Giddy. Bob Kraft was caught at Josh Giddy's last night. <laughs> That's a good name. The next category is just like the elevated winning asset category. So you're saying LeBron's in there. I'm going to listen to you. At least, we'll see what America least, thinks. At least. We've got Mikael Bridges, number 33. We know you can win with Mikael Bridges, right? Yeah. You're making yeah, a face? Well, only here's my problem. I can't get over. I still haven't unseen what Dallas did to Phoenix last year in the playoffs. And Mikael Bridges was a big part of, of what Dallas did to Phoenix last year in the playoffs. He, 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 he disappeared. It was a disappearing act. He is a terrific, terrific. I mean, it's, he is a winning asset. They won 64 games last year because Mikael Bridges is a winning asset. And, you know, they, they're, they're, they lost their last four games in a row. But, you know, the nice start that they've had to the season. Again, Mikhail Bridges, nice regular season guy. Was Luca, who's the single hardest small forward to cover probably since LeBron in his peak. I get it. One thing with Bridges, incredible contract. 21 this year, 21.7, 23.3, 24.9. So That's you're basically good. paying a $40 million guy half of what he's worth, which is, which is where you want to be in the trade value list. Anthony Simons just bullied his way into the top 35. We were waiting and we were waiting and we were waiting. We watched a lot of games of Anthony Simons on Portland and Portland, you know, trying to prop him up and then he wasn't ready, had to pull him back down. And they tried to prop him back over the last three seasons. They tried, you know, and and here he is. And he... I think, you know what it is? We had our guard up because Portland's tried to do this to us before with people like Rudy Fernandez. Great point. Great point. Uh, all these people who are going to be these awesome assets and never made it. But I watched, he had that 45-point game. Must have been like a week and a half ago where he also made, it was I think it was against Utah, where he also made the two best defensive plays. Maybe that was yeah. Saturday night. Um, 
he's a dead eye scorer. He has these runs where he just like feels like he's scoring for five straight possessions. He plays really nice with Dame. He'll have every once in a while, he'll have like a six point box score. You're like, what happened that night? But for the yeah, most that's part, right. that's right. And really good contract, 25 million a year, basically for, um, somebody that every year has gotten better. So love him. I was worried he was a good team, good stats, bad team guy, but he's not. He's not. He, and neither he's... is this next guy. Franz fucking Wagner. Man. You know, the the Orlando guys are going to insist that we redo Rookie of the Year last year. We're talking about the 2021-2022 season. Scotty Barnes won Rookie of the Year. That Franz should have won. They're, we're going to hear that for the rest of his career. And as he gets better and continues to, to you know, reveal to us what, what he's capable of, we might end up agreeing. The Warriors we're, already, we're already down on Scotty Barnes, for Christ's sakes. The Warriors took Kamingo over him. And we both like Kamingo. But after watching Wagner on this Orlando team, it's really hard for me to imagine Wagner wouldn't have fit in perfectly on that <laughs> in, Golden State team. Like, fucking perfectly. In related news, Bob Myers is waiting on a contract extension. Yeah, what was that story? <laughs> the, the suspiciously timed right before the first ABC game of the year, and it's like, who's up for some GM gossip? <laughs> Wait, so he doesn't have a contract yet? It's fucking December. And to me, that seemed like he wanted to float it out there for the Lakers. He went okay. to UCLA. I felt like there was some Lakers stuff in there. As you know, I always try to figure out the agenda when this stuff comes out. Indeed. Anyway, Franz Wagner. I think he could be a 25 points a game guy pretty soon, like in a couple it, of years. It just depends on how Orlando evolves. I mean, there are they have three guys that could be 25-point guys. It's the, it, who's the third guy? You're not going to say Bobo, Bo, are you? No, no, I... I, I, I uh, I I think like Wemby or something. Uh, oh, the, the lottery pickaxe. I got. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that Franz and Paolo. It's kind of what we grew up with. Remember, there were these teams that had, you know, Denver had Alex Alex English and Kiki Vandeweghe at the same time. It's like sure. look at these guys. One guy's averaging twenty seven. The other guy's averaging twenty eight. How does this work? Uh, it feels like a little bit like that where they could just like go off with these two dudes and they play well together. I actually like how they play number 30, Desmond Bain, who unfortunately got hurt right as he was having his official coming out party as an awesome, awesome, awesome player. One of the things with him, he has a ludicrous contract. He was the 30th pick in the draft. So this is year three for him and he's making a whopping $2.1 million. God. And then next year, 3.8. And if they wanted, they could get, have them for 11 million as a cap hold in 2025. But uh, ridiculous value. Proven playoff guy. And I think somebody that could be one of the three best guys on a finals team. I don't know if he could be the second guy, but I think he'd be the third guy. I like that. I'm, I'm willing to concede the third guy. I'm willing to contemplate that. I'm not giving, because he has the single most important skill in this league, in this version of the league, the way basketball is played right now. Yeah. Can you make a basket when you're staring at the basket? And the answer is yes, he can do you that. You can switch with him on D. They, he showed some creation stuff this year. We talked about with Verno a couple weeks ago. Like they were, 
able to initiate the offense with him, which I just wasn't expecting. I didn't think he had that in him. So yeah. he's on there. And then the last guy on this list who we can have an argument in one second, but uh, Darius Garland, who just like hit the lottery. And by the <laughs> way, he's great anyway, but I mean, to have Mobley and then Mitchell, and this is just like, these are your two guys now with Jared Allen. Like that, that's just like, what better situation for a point guard? And he's a real point guard. Where did we have Garland on this list a year ago? That, not, that's not this high. He was like yeah, in the 40s. So this is it's the point you just made is the right one, which is Donovan Mitchell basically grabbed him by the shorts and pulled him down. Not didn't pull his shorts down, but just pulled him down into this kind of rarefied air in terms of a trade value space. Top 30 trade value. We have him at, at, at 29. In, a, in the deepest year we've probably had. Yeah. Yeah, he's... So he's 8.9 this year, but then he signed an extension. And the extension was for five years, 194, which is the only reason I didn't have him higher than this because he yeah. is going to be making That's money. A lot of money. What I love about him is how unselfish he is. And I actually think he'd be fun to play with. I think I he's like a little bit of an old school point guard. Like he, he, his perfect game is like 19 and nine. And he hits one big three in the last three minutes and just moves the ball and keeps keeps a certain speed to the game. He's the kind of point guard we don't really have anymore. Well, we the only knock on him is he needs a scorer. He, I mean, this is why Cleveland didn't go anywhere in the playoffs last year. But I don't um, know if he's that guy. You're no, right? he, he's, he needs a scorer. He needs, he needs a be, scorer. Yeah, you're yes, right. Yeah, yes, you're right. Well, yes. he got one. Right, he did. And, and he gets to play with Evan Mobley. He should just... He should handcuff his leg to Evan Mobley's leg when they're not playing together just to make sure Evan Mobley doesn't go anywhere. I'd just be like, I I am your Tony Parker. Take me with you wherever you go. Next category has two people. One of them is Trey Young and the other is Carl Anthony Towns. They're in this group because I don't think they're available but I also don't think the team hangs up if you're calling about them. The, the, they're both very tough players to project. Now, now Trey did at the very early in his career drag a team in into playoffs. It was a super weird playoffs. He did. And, they got to the third round. But and but he did that. He did it. Twenty nine a game, and we we all loved it. And he. Acted like he belonged. He won big games on the road and he talked the talk and walked the walk. The, the problem is it doesn't seem like he's that player. He can do that every night on a regular season basis. Mm. And maybe you don't want that from him. So then what's the situation? Which is why I think it was pretty smart of Atlanta to bring in Murray. Because it's an insurance policy between Bogdanovich and and and, and Murray, you know they they they've created kind of a safe place. An insurance that, policy to trade Trey Young. Well, to 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 let let's really see what version of this team is best. Is it with Trey Young or not? Now the the whatever the coach thing is has well, to get. It's just two coaches in a row that there's been some weirdness with. They also they're the number one team for me if we're doing the. The Olympics for bad body language this season. Atlanta is either a gold medalist or a silver medalist. You catch them on the wrong night, you're like, oh, what's going on? 
I, I, what happened? Is there, yeah. is there a fight at Denny's last night at two in the morning? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> the, the, the John Collins signing remains uh, uh, somewhat confounding because it feels to yeah, me like... Yeah, because then it leads to the Herter trade, which right. is like Herter's actually somebody who could be in a playoff series for you. I don't even know what position John valuable. Collins is. And the, and the, he, he continues to be in, in trade rumors. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the point of it? What were they doing? Were they hum- hamstrung? Did they have to do it? They couldn't get anything for John Collins? New owners. Yeah. And then Towns at 27. Look, statistically, looks great. Awesome basketball reference page. He had one of the dumber playoff series I've seen against Memphis, which we talked about in this podcast a lot. Just very bizarre, up and down, strange decisions in the fourth quarter. He's hurt now. Doesn't fit with Gobert. I think that's even a more bizarre combo. When we talked to, I don't want to rehash stuff we've already talked about on the pod, but um, has a huge extension coming is the other piece with him. That's the problem. And... It's even kind of worse than the Beal thing because I don't even know what your outs are. So if you're Minnesota, you're going to be basically paying in 25, 2025, 50 million, 26, 54 million, 27, 58 million. And then he has a player option in 28 for 62.062 million, which I'm pretty sure he's already going to exercise. Right now he is uh, at 33 million. And he can't be traded until July. Oh, he has a 10% trade bonus. So if you trade for him, it's 10% higher than that. He 28 might be too high for him or 27. You know, he really shouldn't be on the list. He, he doesn't have oh. trade value. <laughs> he's well, that I mean, is, he's that's 24 a and pill. 12 a night. That's a poison pill contract. But though. if you're like Charlotte, you're, you know, I don't know. So you can get to the second round of the playoffs? There's like four franchises where he would make sense. And it and it's in that category. It's it's the Charlottes and the Washingtons of the world. He would make perfect sense. He'd be great in Washington. Beal for Towns? Done. I think Sign you have to throw up. in something. You're throwing in something else. Nothing, not anything good. You having a root for Towns would be one of the funniest things that's happened since I've known you. <laughs> talking yourself into him. Towns was unbelievable last I, night. I, I like, would, what are you talking I about? I would immediately talk myself into him. <laughs> Uh, next group, first time in trade value history, been doing this idea, I think since like 1999 or 2000, the 14% chance for Victor Wimbanyama is number 26 on this list. The rights to any probable top five pick, it's like 14%, 14%, 12.4%, and like 10.3%, something like that. So just an above 10% chance to get Wimbanyama is the 26th <laughs> trade asset in the league right now. <laughs> It's crazy valuable. You, you can't even joke about it. I know you're making a joke. I know it's light. It's not a joke. It it is it is franchise altering. It is you know your 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 contention trajectory. It's everything. Let's take a break with the top twenty five. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, 
State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. All right, so top 25. This guy might move back. Let's talk about him. Number 25, Brandon Ingram. Back in what direction? When you say back. Should he be in that kind of where Simons and Franz Wagner are, like in that 30 to 32 range? Because I don't think Cleveland would trade Darius Garland for Brandon Ingram. I just Mm. think I have him like five spots too high. Man. I don't think Minnesota would trade Towns for him. I kind of do. You do? Yeah. Maybe I miss reading Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota is impossible to get a read on. I think I'm going to move him back five spots, Brendan Ingram. Also, like... Uh, I don't I, I don't think Orlando would trade Franz Wagner for Brandon Ingram. I, I don't either. So that, no. that's a perfect spot for him. They would say put no. Him, so I'm going to move him back to the, the low 30s. Do like Brandon Ingram. I do wonder, though, if the Pelicans look at this and really start to wonder if you put KD in that Brandon Ingram spot, can you win the title? Like, could you actually right? win the title with the way Zion's playing now with your role players? Could you just say, fuck it? Let's, let's actually win the title. The West is it's, still open. That's super hard. KD is is a is a true conundrum because the the thing I would be worried about as the Pelicans is chemistry, right? And whether it's happening seen, in New Orleans. What have we seen out of KD over the last half decade that suggests that he's a go along, get along, stability, long term stability, and just happiness? Yeah, you're right. They're better off probably not doing anything this year. But the Ingram spot with all the picks they have, they could yes. upgrade into somebody in this twenty. Uh the rest of this group, this is Group E: Pascal Siakam, Paul George, Dame Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Drew Holiday, and Bam Adebayo. I admittedly rank Holiday too high. I just feel like, as I've said a million times, like I want guys who I know can be guys that I can win a title with. Win a title, and we've seen him now in too many playoff series. He's too destructive. He's too good defensively. And he the checks Olympics. every box in the he Olympics. Saved our ass. We fucking love Drew Holiday. So. Uh, one at a time. Siakam. What? Remember you, me, and Waz? We didn't we do like we said he was the worst contract. What a what a run for Siakam. Two thousand twenty-two, a roller coaster ride. Ever since then, tell us to to stuff it, to stick it up. He our really ass. did. He's been great. His contract, I think, is pretty reasonable. Hold on, I'm 
calling it up. He admitted that he had an attitude issue. He had to get on the same page. They, he, he had a bad offseason. They, they, uh, he had a little bit of an injury, and then they all got on the same page right around the time that we did that podcast with Watt. Right. <laughs> and he's so been he's, a, a, a menace. He, uh, 35 million this year, 37 million next year. Fair. And he has, he has some bonuses if he hits, if he hits, uh, all NBA second team, first team, shit like that too. Um, Paul George, number 23. I think he's in his early thirties now. Huge contract. But you watch a game like last night where they're bringing it against the Celtics. It's like, you know who's good to have on your team? Paul George. <laughs> the six foot eight guy who can shoot threes and handle the ball and play defense. And can't really can't be defended. Like, you know, there are no. there, 96% of the league can't really defend him. It, especially in the regular season. I think he has the, the most or the second most third team all NBAs. Feels right. I don't know if that is that. Is, pull that thing up. Uh, yeah, he has the most third team on bays ever. Five. It kind so, of feels right. I joked on Twitter that Adam Silver was going to give out third team on NBA trophies. It's called the Joe Johnson <laughs> Trophy. Uh oh. And I looked it, it up. I looked it up. He only had one third team on NBA. Joe Johnson. Paul George had five. Paul. It's the Paul George Trophy. The Paul George Trophy. The third team on NBA trophy. That's not um, even a knock. By the way. If you're the be- if you're one of the 15 best players in the league yeah. five times, and he was first team All NBA, so six times he's been one of the 15 best players in the league. That's not nothing. Let's go. Like, uh, I was looking at some of the other ones, Reggie Miller and Ray Allen, people like that, who I think people think are among the greatest players of all time. And Ray Allen was like one second team, one third team. They're just great shooters. They're that was you know. It's not a knock to say that they were incredible shooters. Yeah. Vince Carter, one one second team, one third team. That's right. We know that. We watch it with our own eyes. Tom Chambers, two second team on BAs. These were all really good players. Alex English, he was three second team on BAs. That's one second team all NBA, too high for Tom Chambers. Jermaine O'Neal, one second team, two Chambers. third teams. Yeah, but anyway, Paul George, George right? putting up six, pretty good. Yeah. Dame, huge contract, massive, just ridiculously expensive. He's in the 50s and with an extension, but then he hit 11 threes last night. And I mean, when he's healthy, he's good. He, we were worried. He, we hadn't seen him healthy in like 18 months, but he's shown enough, I think, the last six weeks that I, I feel okay and I feel okay having him top 25. Also, one of the rare guys who means a shitload to his city. That's it. It, it's it, he's synonymous with Portland. It doesn't yeah. matter what the contract is. He had so many opportunities. It was reported that he was interested. He was like, those reports are all garbage. I'm never leaving. I love it here. I'm staying. Yeah. I'm the guy here. I love what's going on. I'm going to make it work. And that's what he yeah. did. I want to win a title here. It's great. Holiday 20 and then bam out of bio 19. What about Donovan Mitchell? Oh, and uh, Donovan Mitchell, 21. Good comeback for Donovan Mitchell. I would not have had him in the top 25 before this season because we hadn't seen him play defense since before the pandemic. This is and part guess of what? why... Guess what? He he knows how to play defense and he has long arms. And we when he's really engaged with this team, it's like, oh, cool. Donovan Mitchell's a two-way player again. So why wasn't he engaged with this team? This is why I think it's not 
far-fetched to put Rudy Gobert into the dishonorable mix. Uh, I'm, I'm off for blaming Rudy Gobert for anything. <laughs> so you like that order? Dame 22, Mitchell 21, Holiday 20, Adebayo 19? I mean, I don't know what the defining Bam moment is. I'm not sure that I could point to like, oh, Bam took You'd this move game. him back. Yeah. What, what's what's my defining? Where Where is the, they, the They've had a lot of I success say, with that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's... Um, no, you're going to have... No, heat culture is going to come after you now. <laughs> heat culture? What are you talking they, about? The heat culture people who every how, time Miami wins, they go, heat culture. And then they're like 12 and they, 17. They have t- 10, t- how many... F- what, how many people are on the heat, the heat culture bandwagon? Who is it's that? Like you can see him in the stands. There's like at least 12 <laughs> of them. Those seats? Those empty seats? One thing with Bam... Great contract, 30.3 this year, 32.6, 34.8, He's a top five center in the league. So I, yeah. I don't want to be misunderstood. I recognize. I think that's the right spot for him. I okay. think I value him a tiny bit more than you because okay, he's a, I, I've had my team go against him for six games, seven games yep. in the playoffs. He's a yep. fucking bitch to play against. Okay. He really like... He, that little floater he has. He's great at these illegal screens that they never call. He's a really good defensive player. I will confess my bias. At the end of the, all of those games, it's always Jimmy with the ball. It's always Jimmy mm. that you want with the ball. They're not running anything for Bam. I mean, you know, he might have some cleanup that's stuff. Fair. So that's the bias. I'm confessing it. Heat culture. I, I'm, I'm acknowledging my blind spot when it comes to Bam. This next group is three uh, very young possible franchise guys. Tyrese Halliburton, 18. Anthony Edwards, 17. And Paolo, 16. Is that the right order of those three? Paolo, 16. Anthony Edwards, 17. Halliburton, 18. Man. I I would have Edwards as close to the top 15 as possible. I think Anthony Edwards is just... What we we have enough sample size out of him. The other two guys, not enough quite yet. Yeah. I mean, definitely not with Paolo. We've only seen twenty eight professional basketball games that have where he we, he was even eligible, and he's already been hurt a little bit. And Halliburton, you know, he he had to acclimate to the, to the Pacers a little bit. It, it, I think he's I think he's settled in now. I think he feels comfortable. Jesus, but, he's yeah. he's so good. I really think I I always loved him and I definitely own a lot of Halliburton stock. I never thought he could be a franchise guy until this year because he's completely changed. There's a selflessness to that team and I think he comes from, from him and from Carlisle, how good of an offensive coach he is. But to even see people like Buddy Heald who was never like an awesome teammate and didn't seem like that fun to play with and they were always trying to trade him and even he's kind of bought in. I don't There's a so vibe to them I like. Yeah, because the Pacers are going to make the playoffs in the East now. They're, yeah, you know, they're, they're, your team's probably going to sell out, right? They they makes they should. They have yeah, no they chance. Should. Their 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 best uh, uh, opportunity is to to fight for the ten, so they have a chance to to make the play in. They're they they have, they're in the, like the twelve seed seed slot right now. Washington, they have no chance. Indiana's you know five hundred puts them right in the mix for you know five six seven eight. Yeah, right now the Pacers are eighth, 14 and 14. So really the Bulls or the Wizards would be the two threats for them. Miami's 13 and 15. I can't believe Toronto's 13 and 14. We yeah, thought when we w- did the over-under pod, we, we thought like high 40s minimum for them. 
they're all, they're they're on my lock list if you look it up. I still yeah. think that I I have them. I spent a lot of money. I invested in them <laughs> getting over forty six wins because uh, I thought that win total was was low. I I thought they sorted out that six eight wing. You know, they have all these guys that are between six eight and six ten. And that they sorted it out last year. I think part of the problem might be Van Vliet. And I would love for them to get another shooter. I want them to be a buyer in the upcoming trade market. I don't know who they, they could get. I, I, it would have been uh, Kevin Herter, but he's not available. Yeah. And he's never going to be available. I want them to get a shooter. They need somebody who can knock down threes. It would be a nice thing to see from, from Scotty Barnes. It's not his game. Yeah, but. he went he went backwards this year. So we'll go Halliburton, Paolo, Edwards. Just quickly on Paolo. Wow. Wow. NBA guy. Talked about him already on pods, but Jesus. NBA guy. Just just size and speed. Yeah. You don't usually see the 6'10 guys with like a first step like that. It really comes easy to him. Just way, way better as a rookie than I expected from him. All right. The next group has five people. Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Anthony Davis, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Kevin Durant. And there's some 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 shockers all the way around here. Now, Butler is incredibly expensive. So if so when when you hear that list and you're like, wait, why is why is Jalen Brown a better trade asset than Jimmy Butler? The answer is Jimmy Butler's contract, and I think he's 30, he's 33 years old. million this year, signed an extension, 45, 48.7, 52.4 in 2026. Jalen's 25 million a year. So he's basically almost half the price of Jimmy Butler. And Butler's already missed 10 games, 10 out of the 28 games. Jalen's way more durable and they've had pretty much similar playoff success. Jimmy's a little higher because of the finals, but, you know, Jalen was. Boston's most reliable player in last year's finals. So I think when you throw in the age, Jalen's eight years younger than Jimmy Butler. I I don't think that's an argument. I wanted to make an argument for Butler to get pushed down a group or two. Yeah, you can't. You cannot. You you cannot. He's got to be in the top 15. He does. I mean, he's just, he's a a one of one as a playoff dog. So then people would argue, well, why isn't LeBron higher then? If we're doing uh, the playoff dog thing, which was your argument you made before. Yeah, I argued for it. I think LeBron should be higher. He's yeah, not ahead of... It's tough because... No, he's the, he's not in this tier, but it, it, no. it speaks to your LeBron argument. I think the LeBron being in the league 20 years just, I think, threw me off with the ranking. I'm going to put him lower. Jalen Brown, 14. Davis at 13. Davis was right in that Trey Young... Uh, he was in Trey Young's spot next to Towns <laughs> in that weird group as yep. the, hey, any interest? But he's been kicking ass and they're finally learning to play with speed with him, put him around the rim a little bit. He's a little more engaged. Defensively, he's been really good. Good contract, I, too. He's only I got want, two years left. I want him to drag them into what 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 seed is the right seed for the Lakers to exceed expectations? Good question. Is it is it a five seed? No, they, it, they're not getting there. They're already, they're 11 and 15. They're, they have so much work left. But they, they, they started the season like, you know, with only two wins. New Orleans, Memphis, Denver, 
and Phoenix, I just think are going to get to 50 plus wins. Probably right. Those four teams. The only one that's vulnerable there is Phoenix. Then you get Sacramento, Portland, Clippers, Dallas, Golden State. Well, Clippers, see, I would put Clippers in where you have Phoenix. And I would have Phoenix in the in well, the I just don't know now. what I'm getting from Kawhi. But yeah, I think I think the Lakers are going to be like a 9 or a 10 seed. Mm. And if you go through the, all the teams in that list, they basically have to take the spot of Sacramento, Portland, or Utah just to get in oh. that top 10. That's not, that's not, you're not asking Utah, for you a think, lot. Well, Utah, yeah. will probably phase out. They sure are. And then Minnesota's kind of lurking too. I asked that question because I wanted to, to know how often I ought to be doing small increments on Anthony Davis to win the league MVP. Mm. If over the last 40 games of the season, the Great Lakers, he, he, he is the, the animating force, the energy behind them getting up to that. Let's listen that, that five seed territory. You know, I don't think they're, they're not going to jump over Phoenix, but they're like six seed, I guess maybe. So I'm not allowed know. to bet on this, but we love talking about it. Davis is still 35 to one. God. Like, I just want to do Seems small off. What was he last week? Cause you and I small. talked about this last well, week too. Less than 20. He was like around, right around in, in between, um, 16 and 20 to one. I might've got him even a, t- a tiny bit of 24 to one. Tatum's the favorite of plus 270. Out of the long shots, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Jokic at 27 to one is great value. Nah, no chance. I'm not doing it anymore. You, you just can't. Denver is good, though. I know, but people will not do Jokic. The other again. one that I think has to be considered is Davis at 35 to one. I mean, I'm sorry, Durant at 20, 35 to one, just because Brooklyn's 17 and 12. And there's a world in this season where they just win 55 games and he averages 34 a game. I, I, I don't even want to say what's going to happen because we know what's going to happen. Yeah, we know it's going to happen. Every I year. wouldn't bet that. I wouldn't bet that. I don't want to say really it. Screwed up. But well, not, that's, enough, not, that, that's not even the risk proposition. It's it's Kevin Durant plays 55 games a season. He's not eligible for these for these awards because he doesn't get the requisite to the requisite threshold. And I don't even really think he should. I do think it makes sense for him to rest, for him to be for him to be prepared. Right. For the Just get get in the tournament. The guy that's going to carry the water for them if they really are going to do it is Ben Simmons. Like that, that he's, he's the oh, guy. God. I just threw up in my mouth. One more 35 to one shot for you. Zion Williamson. I, I don't want to do anything. I don't. Like you don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, it's, it's, it's like we're at a blackjack table. We just want some hands and we're like, hey, so how about those bets? <laughs> we, don't want the them to change. we don't want them to change the dealer. We like the dealer that we have at that, that blackjack table. <laughs> he looks amazing. He, he not only does he look amazing, amazing. No, I'm not talking about his basketball. I'm talking about as a physical specimen. But I'm talking beyond the basketball, beyond the physical specimen. He's got his fuck you back. Oh, I didn't know I where his fuck it. you went. His fuck you oh, was gone for two years. The windmill dunk is my the, favorite thing of the he's season. Making, Maybe my favorite moment of this whole season. He's demolishing dudes and he's making the fuck you face after. And he's like looking <laughs> over at the bench like this. You can believe that guy tried to guard me. Like, yeah, there's like he's like seeping. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I, I it, love it so wonderful. much. I've missed him. A- I missed watching him. I'm so glad he's back. But th- those two Phoenix games, which I watched as much as I possibly could of both. These teams didn't like each other. 
the Suns hate Alvarado. Did you see that little it's elbow awesome. Chris Paul whipped at him? It's, it's so good. They were talking shit in the court, and Zion was like basically bullyballing them That's for two right. games. He was like, "You got fucking guys, get out of here." It's what he what you said is fifty gallons of fuck you right there, Zion. Uh, I loved it. It's terrific. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's allowed to bet on Zion thirty-five to one. Let's pretend it's not happening. I I hope and pray it continues. Uh, Davis thirteen. SGA at 12, what a miraculous run for him. And he just keeps doing it. He's still still crushing it. And um how outrageous how talented he is. He can take, he is, he deserve he's right where he belongs. Top 12 can take over any game that he plays in and be the best player on the floor. And you need to see it. You need to watch him do it. He there, it, he literally. I mean, he, he's a top 12. It's just a top 12. I don't I mean, I can't go, go beyond that. You know, Philly could have drafted him. <laughs> Who'd they take instead? Mikael Bridges. And then oh. they traded Mikael Bridges for Zaire Smith in a future first. The Philly the Philly fans. This, that's brutal. one of their... They'll never brutal. get over that. They'll that's never get over it. Tough one. And then Duran at number 11, which is basically around where he's been for us. That's fair. That's fine. All season. Yeah. All right. We're down in the top 10. Separated into two groups. The untouchables and the completely and utterly untouchables. Number 10, Joel Embiid. Fine. Could win the MVP this year if he stays healthy. He's doing like the early 2000s Shaq. Joel Embiid had 53 points last night. You're not even blinking. <laughs> well, that makes Cause sense. Because he, he did it last season. Yeah. He, 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 he seasoned us. The... Injury longevity piece with him is always going to make me nervous. Always. It just is. Always. It just is. Zion Williamson, I have it number nine. Dramatic. If it was like, if they had, when you can look at stocks and the stocks go up and you look at Facebook and it's like, whoa, or Netflix. Whoa, Netflix was at 680. Now, whoa, and then it went down to 180. Now it's at 300. That's been he, Zion's stock the last like five years. And he might be Bitcoin. <laughs> no, that, that that's insulted to Zion. He's more okay. he's more he, like Bitcoin uh, was over sixty five thousand a, a a coin. Yeah, but now you wouldn't want it. I'd no. want Zion. I don't know what stock he is. Maybe tweeted house. Tell him tell him what stock Zion is. Holy shit, though. I'm just so glad. It really seemed like it was over a year ago. Maybe I'm too cynical as I get older. But when he put on all the weight and he was wearing the sweatshirts, I, I thought we were done. We didn't think it was over. It's just we couldn't. You can't see the way to him getting his head right because he's I'm a an kid. over as like an impact superstar. No, I understand. I get it. And so giant fat guy with a foot problem. Not, not very encouraging. When yeah. you sit and look at it, oh, the foot problem that that should have had him back by Christmas, and then it was trade deadline, and then it was the whole season, and we kept seeing pictures of him being a giant fat guy. Yeah, it was not encouraging. So I'm with you. I don't disagree whatsoever. And the thing that that is such a wonderful uh, development is somebody got in his ear or maybe his own self. He just grew up. He's a kid. Maybe he grew up. He's like, I am going to stop eating 22 all this terrible food and I'm just going to get lean. And what I really love to do. And I think he said some of this in some of these interviews. I love to play basketball and go kill people on the basketball court. And I, I think he he confessed that he lost that desire a little bit over the course of the, the previous year. And now he makes the fuck you face again. 
25, so seven and four. He's shooting 61% and he's shooting 36% from three. Now he doesn't make a lot of threes, but when he shoots them during these games, I think they're going in. Sure. That's a great shooting percentage for a guy his size with, with his skill set. Two years ago, he was 8.7 free throw attempts. You know, I love free throw attempts. This year, 7.7 and climbing. Sure. Yeah. The thing with him, it actually reminds me of uh, Tyreek Hill. There's just nothing you can really do. You can throw the multiple guys at him. He's out there. The other team is just concerned the entire time. There's moments when like the little, like not fast breaks, but like the semi-transition when it's like four on three, but all of a sudden you realize he's got a head of steam. Get out of the and, way. And you could see the other team like, fuck. Yeah. That's um, a bucket. Him and Embiid just physically and Giannis would be the third. We have these three just fucking specimens this year that are just like can get to where they want. And then Davis when he wants to be like that. So I have nine. Now we could argue about Evan Mobley here at number eight. I'm admittedly, I own the most Mobley stock. I am the biggest Mobley super fan there is. The reason I have a mate in Zion nine is because I just think Mobley, knock on wood, I'm going to knock on everything. It, it reminds me of like the Duncan and KG, like these guys that just, they seem like they're built for these 100 game seasons, 90 game seasons. Like he, it's just, there's an ease that he's going up and down the court. All his decisions are easy. He's just low stress. I just feel like he's headed for like 1,700 regular season games. So I think you do overvalue him. I would put him in that category with Halliburton and Edwards and Paolo. I think that's the right class for, for mm. him and the, the caliber of player that, that he is. The sample size remains way too small yeah. on Mobley. And he has the benefit of an unbelievably good good, stable Cleveland situation, which is a hilarious thing to say. Not anything that anybody would have said uh, about the Cleveland Cavaliers up to the last two years. Um, and the move that 20, they made... 21 get, years old. Yeah. I mean, that he's 21 and his contract, that rookie contract is, is impeccable. So I, Zion's, I, on, Zion's on already like some form of the extension because he came in early. Deserved it. Deserved it. Yeah. He's on the like the minimum extension still. But I mean, I the the Mobley case is is the age and the contract. I just think, in terms of impact, he belongs with Halliburton and Anthony Edwards and Paolo. Uh, Zion is thirty three million and twenty four. It goes all the way to forty four million and twenty eight, which worth it. Worth seems every penny. super risky when they did it, and now seems a lot less risky. Worth every penny. Another David Griffin masterpiece. I'm I'm happy with being accused of overvaluing Evan Mobley. Put okay. that on my tombstone. <laughs> I'm making the fuck you Zion face to everybody else. I just value what he does. I think he, I think you win titles with guys like him. And defensively, he's at a whole other level than Zion. That's the other thing. Like as a two-way guy, as a forward, as somebody that can either play five or four, you play small ball with him. Those things I just, are true. I just love him. And he's going to he, start making threes about two years from now. And that's well, going to change like, everything. But he, he's not even, you, you can't smell Zion's jock offensively. Talent like, wise, though, I think he's a way safer health bet, though. Okay. That's reasonable. That's a reasonable option. Yeah. No, talent wise, talent wise, Zion should be in the top group. Top five. Yeah, he should. Number seven, Devin Booker. 
Now, you could argue this is a whiff too high too, but here's the thing. Um, best two guard in the league. He's won and been either the best or second best guy on like legitimately crazy successful teams. And I think he means a lot to Phoenix in that area. I thought it was really interesting and telling during the Durant trade rumors, how that was one of the, the Celtics didn't do this with Jalen. That was one of the only cities where everybody, and our guy Eddie Johnson was one of them. Like, we're not fucking trading Devin Booker. What are you talking about? There's no way that trade's happening. Take take his name out of your mouth. It was like one of those. <laughs> Devin Booker is going to be a retiring Phoenix guy. So that that makes his trade value a little bit harder to figure out. Yeah, I, I mean, the only quibble I would have is like, He's ahead of Kevin Durant. He's ahead of it. He's ahead of. Was well, younger than he's like seven years younger than Durant. I know. I know. I know. From I a it. health standpoint, safer bet than an Embiid or Zion. That's why you can't. And say he's those proven guys. unlike Mobley. So, but I listen. I will fully admit Mobley and Booker might be too high. And you could yeah. you could argue Embiid and Williamson. You could flip. You could flip Mobley and Booker, and you could flip Embiid and Williamson, and we're probably in the same spot. And maybe I'll end up doing that. Number six is John Morant. The question is whether he should be in this next group that's the last group. And I went back and forth. I, I had him where he was in the last group. I had him where he was the leader of the second to last group. And it keeps coming back to me to, to, he just makes me nervous how he plays. Yep. That's it. And I I don't know how else to put it. He nobody, No NBA player makes me more nervous than him watching him on my television. Because was it on your podcast? Was it you or one, one of your guests who said they just want him to 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 subject him to to tape of Derrick Rose to watch Derrick? I, Rose I was talking about it because I watched this it game two weeks ago where he intentionally missed a free throw and then he just like flung his body forward into three people and it's like you you can't do that. It's it reminds me Sunday we were, we were talking Sal and I were talking about Debo Samuel and how they use Debo Samuel and it's like at some point you're just you're just testing it right after the 28th time you've run him over the middle where he gets hit by four guys like at some point this isn't going to work and I feel that the greatest thing about Jaws how hard he plays and how reckless he is and it's the thing that scares me so I don't know whether he should be in this next group or right here but he certainly is it's he's no less important to the Memphis than Tatum is to Boston no 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 they're the same I mean, age, basically. All, he's, all I think he's a these, year younger. Every one of these top six have that same attribute. Yeah, so I got to think about it some more. I, I, I think I'm going to end up moving him to the next group, but I, I want to, want to mow it over more. I got to look at like his games. I mean, there's only to me one candidate that you would, you know, flip him with, and I'll let you go through the list. Oh, yeah. all right. So the la- the last five I have: Tatum, Curry, Jokic, Doncic, and Giannis. So I, I would potentially flip Ja for Curry. That would be the only one. And that's just a function of Steph being where he is career-wise and where he is, you know, how, how what's the mileage that's left and what makes yeah. the most sense for him in terms of playing over the course of the regular season. That That's all. Like, it's not, I'm not, knock, not knocking Steph Curry, for Christ's sakes, but where we're trying to split hairs I get on this. it. The, the, this last group, I think you forgot the point of this last group. The other team's just hanging up. You're any GM in the league. 
you're in a GM in the league and you're calling Golden State and you're like, hey, I want to talk about trading for Steph Curry and they hang up and they laugh. Why don't you he's make this un- group six players? Ja is untouchable. Yeah, I think he is. I think you're right. He's, he's, he's literally untouchable. And whether you have him ahead of Jason, I, you can't put him ahead of Jason Tatum because Jason Tatum was the best player on a team that that played at the finals and yep. gave Golden State a legit, you know, challenge. Ja's not at that at that level yet. And he's been the so. best player on the best team this season, last two games accepted. By the way, I was talking to my dad about it today. I was like, if the Celts beat the Lakers tonight, they're four and two on the road trip. Take it. Successful All right, road so Ja trip. six, Tatum five. I think Curry has to be four because First of all, he's still fucking incredible and we have yeah. no idea how long he's going to be incredible. But yes, he, the connection he has with Golden State is the most oh. meaningful player city connection. They would never trade him. Not, I, I we, mean, not, it's not him more or the Golden Gate than, Bridge who gets traded. <laughs> it's not more meaningful than Dame to Portland because of the, the Portland. No, it is because of the titles. Yeah, you win titles okay. with somebody. It's different. Yeah, Think about your team. Those you fucking came... you still love Wes Unseld and Elvin Hayes and Bobby Dandridge. I, I mean, they they won when you were 10. I have my Elvin Hayes jersey. It's going to go up over this. You're shoulder. the Elvin Hayes' is last defender. Down, this is I take down the Minute Bowl jersey. I'm going to put up the Elvin Hayes jersey. So Curry four. And then the last three are just the best year-to-year three guys in the league. Safest bets, Jokic, Doncic, and Giannis. There's... It's funny. You could make the case that any of the last three could be the first guy. Sure, sure. Because Jokic is like, how many years in a row can he just go 25, 12, and 8 and be at a 50-win team? Um, and then Luca is the youngest out of those dudes. But Giannis, to me, has to be number one. He's still, I, well, the I league still wanna, goes through Giannis. We need another reinvention out of Luca. We got a reinvention out of him. We asked him to not drink sweet tea and have nachos all summer long. Yeah. In the in the summer leading up to the summer, and he didn't, and he played in that Euro basketball championship thing, and was incredible in that, and he showed up in shape. But this Dallas team sucks. They're not fun to watch. Not they fun to watch. You playing at the slowest pace in the entire league because and they the rely on rate. him so much. They're trying not That's, to. They're trying to not have him get tired. But it's. it's I don't think it's good fault. for him. It's yeah. exactly. It's not, and it's not his fault. It's a. It's a design problem. Um, and I don't have, it's funny. Like you remember this happened with LeBron where LeBron, the first Cleveland stretch and he was stuck on these teams where he's basically doing this Kobe Jordan ISO ball impersonation. And it wasn't his fault. It was just the teams he were on, but it was like, man, there's so much more here. When is he being on a team, a real team that, you know, that cuts and his ball movement and it uses like all the pieces of him. And then he went to Miami and then it, they finally kind of found that at some point during the Miami run where it was, and he got to use all the pieces of him. And I do feel the same way about Luca. I'm not sure. I don't know how many years away from seeing that. There, There's a whole like, I just wish they were running more and that he was using like his sure. passing skills and all that stuff. And but who everything is slowed down. Who could run? Christian Wood could run. Oh God. Like, who could run? I, I'm just saying like, Look at the, the the guys on the team. It doesn't even make sense. So Giannis, I think this is his third straight year as the number one guy. Best player in the league as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think this goes I back to... I have some money to, on him for MVP this year. Yeah. All right, so the big ones. You think, you think Morant should move up into the final group? You'd flip Edwards with the Banchero-Halliburton combo. 
moved I Brandon Ingram back. I pushed Evan Mobley down. I pushed Evan Mobley down. I'm not down listening to him that. I'm just I, telling I, you that's nah, what nah, I nah, do. I'm not listening. Nah, nah. Uh, and you think LeBron should go up way higher? Way higher. Yes. Way higher for LeBron. And we're you think Toronto to- would trade Pascal Siakam for him? No. I don't. Yeah. All right. I'll figure it out. This is fun. It's always fun. It's I always it. fun. I'm, I'm glad so we did it. Great it exercise. Early. Congratulations to Julius Randle. So who am I bumping to make room for Julius Randle? Is it Rudy uh, Gobert? You you could bump. I told you Gobert belongs in dishonorable mention. Well, what did he do? He and just Westbrook signed a contract and he, he does what he does. It happens. It happens sometimes. He can't get along. That's what he did. He can't get along with, with, with his teammates. And he gave the world COVID. Those are the two things. Should I, he's the gave, face of he gave the world COVID. He's the face Rudy of Gobert is patient he's the, zero. He's the face of the world shutting down. When Rudy he, Gobert, he is. that's true. That, I just said that it. Is. No, you're right. Dishonorable right, mention. Dishonorable <laughs> mention. All right, Joe House, a pleasure as always. Thanks for helping us out. This podcast was produced by Kyle Creighton. And we will see you on this feed on Thursday. Don't forget to listen to the House on East Coast Bias, by the way, on Tuesdays on the Ringer Gambling Show. And then on Fridays as well with our guy, Sharpie himself, Warren Sharp. Good to see you, House. Great times, BS. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. What you use in your personal care routine matters, so upgrade your lineup with Dr. Squatch. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients. That'll have you looking and smelling your best, like their wood barrel bourbon bar soap and lotion or their bay rum deodorant. They even have some limited edition soaps like their Avengers and Star Wars collections. Those seem like they'd be fun to try. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Simmons or use the code Simmons at checkout.